0: Welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach, a mum, and a high vibe boss babe. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello. How are you all today? Welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. So, today I want to talk to you about your shadow self. So, this concept of your shadow self is based on Jungian psychology and refers to repressed aspects of our identity. So, obviously, this concept is quite high level, uh, and so I'm not going to have the time to discuss all the nuances relating to. This topic in this podcast episode, but I am going to try and give you a brief overview of what your shadow self is and how we can go on a journey of self-awareness to uncover that and then integrate that in our lives to live a more fulfilling life and a more integrated and whole life rather than feeling disconnected with certain parts of ourselves so everyone has different parts to them, right? And a lot of people are afraid to expose certain parts of themselves to others because the shame they feel around certain parts or they may feel that certain parts of them are not socially acceptable um or that you know those parts are weak, etc. So you know, we've been programmed or conditioned to, I guess, suppress certain traits, qualities or parts of ourselves that aren't socially acceptable. So certain behaviours, emotional patterns, sexual desires, lifestyle choices, etc., that we've been told are inappropriate. Often we will then go on to suppress these parts of ourselves because we label them as negative or bad or weak, or shameful, which is all through our conditioning and programming in our childhood. So, yeah, some people might suppress sadness or anger, or some people may even suppress, you know, their independence or their emotional sensitivity, or even their creativity. Uh, you know, if someone has a desire to be an artist or an actor, and they're told by their parents that that's not a socially acceptable job, you know, it's not well paying, and they say you need to go to uni and get a nine to five, whatever, that that part of you, or that part of us, can then become suppressed, because we tell ourselves, no, I, I don't want this to be part of me, and so we try and push it down, And so the process of suppressing these parts of ourselves is actually us pushing down these traits, qualities, desires into our subconscious, right? Because we don't want them to be in our conscious awareness. We don't accept these parts of ourselves and we don't want them to be in our life for one reason or another. And so we try to push them out of our life, but in doing so, we suppress them into our subconscious. And as you all know, your subconscious is 90 to 95% of your brain. So your subconscious, you know, runs most of your life. And so the paradox with this is that the more we try to suppress something, um, and get rid of it out of our conscious awareness, the more it actually shows up in our life and it shows up in dysfunctional ways. Um, because our subconscious then keeps bringing that up and running that pattern in our life or that emotional response that we're trying to avoid. And so Carl Jung says, everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied and integrated into one's life, into one's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. And so, like I said, By suppressing these parts of ourselves, these desires, these traits, these qualities, they then show up more and they show up in dysfunctional ways and they can assert themselves through mental health issues, through illness, so they can manifest into physical symptoms in our body because our mind and body are interconnected. They are all made up of the same cells and they're connected through neural pathways and they are constantly communicating with each other. So they can manifest into physical illness as well. Um, They can manifest into anxiety, addiction, low self-esteem or overt emotional responses. So, you know, an emotion that we're trying to avoid can actually come up even more as an overt emotional response when we try to suppress it whereas if we had accepted that part of us and instead of labeling it as weak or negative and we integrated that in our life and allowed ourselves to consciously feel that emotion then we would feel the emotion accept it for what it is and move on um and avoid actually having an overt emotional outburst and so this is why it's important to explore your shadow and bring conscious awareness again um, back to those subconscious desires, qu- traits, qualities, so that not only you can gain a deeper understanding of yourself and understand you know how you operate and why you operate in a certain way, because like I said, it's your subconscious that essentially runs your life, but you can then you know, by bringing this awareness, conscious awareness to these shadow parts of yourself uh, and integrating them into your life, that can lead to a more fulfilling life uh, and a happier life, and like I said, a more whole feeling. <laughs> Sorry about that, the garbage truck has just gone past the window. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyway, moving along. So, the process of integrating your shadow self into your life. Um, Involves acceptance and compassion to parts of yourself that you've previously labeled as bad or negative, or you know, put a shield over and shielded them from view of others. And so, in order to actually create change in your life. You have to accept yourself first, accept yourself as you are instead of being in denial. You need to have radical acceptance and then that leads to responsibility so that then you can you know, create change once you truly acknowledge these parts of yourself and instead of avoiding them, you front up to them you work out how you can integrate them into your life in in a healthy way then all of a sudden they will stop having control over you because they're you know going to be integrated in your life in your conscious you know you're consciously going to be doing that rather than trying to suppress them down into your subconscious and having them come up um, in overt ways that you feel you have no control over. And once we have this awareness of our unconscious impulses, desires, qualities, traits, whatever it is that forms our shadow self, then we can choose whether to act on them and how to act on them or how is appropriate to integrate them in your life in a healthy way rather than them, like I said, showing up in dysfunctional manners where you feel you have no control when that happens. And so it's really important that when you go on this journey and you do this work, that you observe these parts without judgment. You know, you need to have compassion for yourself as well, because if you are judging yourself and you continue to label these parts of yourself as, you know, previously you would have labeled them as negative or bad or weak or shameful, that's why they then have become suppressed and they've become your shadow self. And so, if when you bring conscious awareness to your shadow self, you're still labeling those traits or desires as something that has a negative connotation, you know, you're just going to end up suppressing them again. So, the purpose here is to observe these parts without judgment so that you can gain a greater understanding, you know, a self and self awareness. And so, shame only holds a grip over you when it's in the shadows. So when we bring light to these parts of ourselves and acknowledge them and we take responsibility for these parts of ourselves and we integrate them uh, and perhaps even normalize them um, in a healthy manner, then the shame starts to disappear. So for an example, you may have been conditioned that you you can't feel sadness, you can't cry because that's a sign of weakness. And so you've suppressed perhaps sadness uh, in your life for a long time to avoid crying. And so by suppressing sadness, you've actually dimmed your ability to feel other emotions and dimmed your ability to actually feel happiness because there's no polarity there. You need to be able to feel sadness to then be able to uh, appreciate the happy times and happiness. And normalising that is is something that we all need to do. You know, we all have a role in normalising that in society and teaching the next generations that that is okay for them to cry and to feel those emotions. They don't need to suppress them, but they need to feel them in a healthy manner. So, you know, feel the emotion when that situation occurs, uh, but then ensure that they don't stay in that emotion for a prolonged period of time to then go into depression or um, anxiety, etc. But yeah, in order to be yourself and to be your true authentic self, you have to embrace all parts of yourself, whether you like these parts or not, you are who you are. And so when we accept our whole self and we bring conscious awareness to our shadows, we unlock understanding and, you know, fear becomes an opportunity for courage or pain becomes a catalyst for strength and resilience or aggression is instead used as passion. And so just because something comes up for you when you're doing this work as a shadow part of yourself, whether that's a, a trait or a desire or some other part of yourself that you have previously labeled as negative, like I said, you need to observe it without judgment. And then just because you place a label on it, you know, you place the label of aggression on something, doesn't actually mean that that's aggression that burning that you feel inside of you, you can relabel that as passion and you can use it to your advantage in your life. And so again, this is just an example of why it is so important to uncover these shadow parts of yourself instead of judging them or labeling them as something with negative connotations. Work out how you can integrate them in your life in a positive manner or a helpful way and look at how you can relabel what you're calling these traits or desires so that you can use them to your advantage in your life and I will say that a lot of your shadow self is related to psychological wounds from childhood or conditioning and programming that you learn in childhood. Because, as I've stated previously, between the ages of zero to seven are your imprint years. Um, that's where you form your core values and beliefs. And so, you know, if you were told at a young age that this was bad or that you shouldn't have this desire or that this isn't socially acceptable or you know, that emotion isn't appropriate to display, then it's likely that at that point in your early childhood, that these desires and traits and parts of yourself started to become suppressed because you told yourself, no, these are bad, you know, because that's what you were conditioned and programmed to believe. And so a lot of this work does also involve healing childhood wounds and childhood wounds can come up in the process of uncovering your shadow self because when you delve into, you know, these parts of yourself, you uncover these parts of yourself and then you work out how that part of you ends up becoming suppressed. It is not unusual for perhaps childhood memories or traumas or wounds to come up at that point as the reason why these parts of you became suppressed in the first place. So now I'm going to talk about how you can go on this journey of self-awareness and bring conscious awareness to your shadow self and uncover your shadow self Uh, And then so that then you can go forward and like I've suggested, relabel what you call these parts of yourselves and then integrate them in an appropriate and positive manner in your life so that you can then feel more fulfilled and whole and you don't have disconnect or fragmentation between different desires and parts of yourself. And you don't have dysfunctional outbursts or a feeling of no control in your life Because your subconscious isn't just going to crop up with these things that you've been trying to suppress for so long because you will have then integrated them in your life. So the first thing uh, in uncovering the shadow parts of yourself is to identify your triggers. So what triggers you? What situations? Or, you know, um, who triggers you? what, what do they say to trigger you? And then think about why this triggers you and how it triggers you. And again, this comes back to introspection, observing your thoughts and emotional responses without judgment, because when you start judging yourself, you can't observe things clearly because you're clouded by your judgment. So When you feel yourself having an emotional response or a negative thought, you'd need to pause and then you need to write down what the negative thought is or the emotional response or even perhaps a negative behavior that well that you're labeling as a negative behavior, right? But perhaps a behavior that's not empowering or supporting you in your life. You need to stop, pause, write it down. And like I said, What's triggering you in other people as well to do these things, these thoughts, these behaviors, these emotions? What's triggering this? Why it's triggering you and how it's triggering you? Because if something pisses you off in someone else, that, that trait or whatever it is that's pissed you off is likely to be a suppressed part of yourself, right? Because your perception is a so how you perceive something or perceive someone or what they say is a direct reflection of what's inside of you. So your brain can only perceive something that it already knows, and I've briefly discussed before how it deletes information, distorts information and generalizes information. So it will distort and generalize information to what your brain already knows. So first of all it's going to search inside of you for what it already knows. And then it will perceive something else in the same manner. Generalize that as the same thing or distort it so that it appears the same thing to your conscious brain. And if you want to uh, learn more about the process of how your brain takes in information and then presents it to you on a conscious level, go back and listen to um, the episode I think it's called what is NLP and that discusses that in more detail in that episode but getting back to it when you look at other people that's essentially a mirror it will reflect back at things within yourself that you need to work on or that you're not happy with so like I said things that piss you off in other people Write it down because there's going to be something deep within yourself that you're not even consciously aware of in your shadow self that that's going to relate to. And again, think about what situations make you feel uncomfortable, etc. So, yeah, you need to observe those emotional responses, those thoughts, or those behaviors. Observe what's triggered you, why it's triggered you, how it's triggered you, and then you need to write those things down. And even if it doesn't make sense, just write those things down. Because first and foremost, putting things onto paper is healing in and of itself, but it does help to show where your shadow manifests. So for an example, you know, if someone's wearing not much clothing and that triggers you, there may be something deep within your shadow self that you have a desire um, to perhaps Dress in that way, or have the freedom to choose how you dress, or that you desire the confidence to dress in that manner, or it may even be that you've been sexually repressed, and so you feel that you know, dressing in that manner is you, you may perceive that dressing in that manner is um, sexually provocative. But again, if you look inside yourself, the reason you're having those thoughts or being triggered by those th- those things or actions of others or words of others is because there's something within your shadow self there that resonates with that and so that's where you need to do the work where you where you identify your triggers and then you need to look for reoccurring themes so when you are focusing on areas that cause you emotional discomfort or you know negative thoughts or trigger you into negative behaviors, You need to notice reoccurring themes and patterns and that's why it's important that when you're identifying your triggers, you write them down and every time that you're triggered, continue to write them down and you will start to notice patterns. There'll be certain things or categories that are triggering you and so when you see those reoccurring patterns, then that definitely is something that you need to delve into further uh, and work out you know, within yourself, why is that triggering you? What parts of your shadow self is this actually resonating with? What parts of your shadow self do you need to integrate into your life so that you don't feel, you know, that discomfort or you don't get triggered by those things that other people perhaps are doing? And like I said, wherever you notice patterns in your negative thoughts or feelings or behaviours, this is how you can identify where your shadow is manifesting and often you know talking is also a really big thing bringing you know normalizing uh, these things and talking about it with others or gaining support from a professional to um, help you delve into this deeper uh, and discuss these parts of yourself because it can be very confronting when you start to uncover these shadow parts of yourself that perhaps you've suppressed for many many years which most of us have they stem back to our childhood it can be very confronting and the process in and of itself can be uncomfortable and so you know it is important that if it becomes too much for you to be doing on your own that you do reach out and you get that support to help you resolve these feelings and these you know negative emotions surrounding your shadow self and help you Bring that shadow self to the surface and integrate all parts of yourself in your life in an appropriate manner. So being an integrated person doesn't mean that you banish your negative emotions. Um, It means that you accept them, but you don't punish yourself for feeling them or try to deny that you feel this way. You accept this is how I'm feeling, allow yourself to feel the feeling, and then you move on. Right, there's no punishment there or denial, and so by doing this and integrating and embracing your shadow uh, in your life, it means you're going to have better relationships with others and a clearer perception because, like I said, your perception is project—you know—is projected onto others. So what you see in others is a- is a mirror. It's a direct reflection of what's going on inside yourself, and so if you have you know, all these things suppressed within your side, of, inside of yourself, there's going to be a lot of triggers. And there's going to be a lot of things that come up for you in that mirror. Once you resolve those things within yourself and integrate them into your life in a healthy manner, you're going to have clearer perception and greater understanding of others and perhaps what they're going through. Once you've done the work yourself, you will understand that others are likely to also have a shadow self. And so, you know, when others get triggered, you you know, won't take offense because you'll have greater understanding for them as well in their life. And so you'll also have greater self-awareness and maturity and greater creativity in your life. So I'm going to leave it there for today. I hope you guys resonated with this episode and got something out of it. Like I said, there's a lot more to shadow work and discovering your shadow self than what I've discussed today, but hopefully it gives you an overview of what your shadow self is and how you can start to try and uncover your own shadow self and work through those triggers and integrate your shadow into your life for a more fulfilling life. So... If you love today's episode, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe in your podcast app to help me gain credibility and reach more people. If you are interested in working with me for mindset and empowerment coaching, then please DM me on Instagram, or you can email me or head to my website. So all of those things will be linked in the show notes. And if you want to learn how to manifest your desires in your life, you can download my free Manifesting Magic ebook, which is also going to be linked in the show notes. So I hope you all have a great weekend and I will speak to you all next week. Bye guys.